The information presented in this podcast is intended to be for entertainment and educational purposes only. It should never be used in place of advice given by a mental health or medical professional or as a substitute for mental health treatment. If you're struggling with a mental health issue, please seek professional help. like we were so well fed in the last couple of days with content Mm -hmm. it's just been uh, and I think this is going to speak to the overall theme which is that it's been literally almost overwhelming for folks you know Mm -hmm. emotionally like the gag reel was this huge high of oh my gosh like there's slow dancing and kissing and shenanigans and you know (laughs) all manner of other stuff um but look at how happy they are and we're going into the end and yeah it's just this like roller coaster of like going up the hill and it's amazing and exhilarating and then plummeting down when you remember that um you know things are starting to wrap up and so on supernatural day we got so many actors so many actors wishing super happy supernatural day everybody loves that set everybody loves it you know everybody Mm -hmm. that whether they've been on set for you know years or like one episode Mm -hmm. are talking about it which i just think is such a a beautiful thing that Mm -hmm. you know one episode and you're part of the family forever Um, I, it was a weird, it was a weird day for me yesterday because I was super excited about some things and then avoiding other things. So there was a lot of like the end and the last time and blah, like the, like all caps, right? Final. Yeah. Mm. Final. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was, that was like, I'm going to avoid you. Um. I mean, I will be very honest that I had to step away yesterday. And I don't usually do that. I can usually hang in there. Um, Mm. And I was loving so much of the content and I was loving so much of what we were hearing that the words final and end and last were just used just one too many times for me yesterday. And I... I, it stopped being fun for me mm. and it started mm-hmm. being painful and mm-hmm. um, the, the, the scales sort of tipped because it's always everything. Um, joy and sorrow with this show are now always together. There, it, you mm-hmm. can't, it, it's really hard to have any kind of joy without sorrow touching it because everything is, you know, the last and mm. so it's hard to have one without the other now, um, which is hard, I think, especially for those of us that are newer to the fandom, or I shouldn't say that, but there's a particular flavor of difficulty to it because we didn't get to experience very much of the fandom when it 
didn't have this sorrow attached to it when it was just fun and happy and ongoing. Mm -hmm. So um, it flares my regret a lot. Same. And I, I spiral on that uh, a bit, a lot, <laughs> like a lot, lot. Yeah. And um, yeah. that I have to, I have to catch myself and, and realize that I need to, um, to do something else when I, when I start to spiral in those thoughts. And so, yeah, the, between the poster and the gag reel and the other actors talking about the show and Supernatural Day and um, the promo for season 15, which also dropped yesterday, like the actual mm -hmm. um, promo piece, which I don't know why I wasn't emotionally prepared for that. But I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, it seems like it's happening really quickly. I think. I yes. think for me, that's been like a a big part of the emotional part because I feel like they just got back to work. Um, yep. And but they're already right now. They're recording episode five, um, and they're it's and they're like dropping. The last day. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of and they're. Five. Exactly. So we're almost into episode six. And so, um, and so there's, so it's all happening really quickly. And then to actually have the, the official promo for the season drop means that they're so deep into production that they're, they're like, there are completed episodes out there. Um, and, and again, that's for me, that's part of the emotion that like, it's they're past the first last episode of season 15 like they've they've got stuff in the can um and yep. that's rough um for me i actually have not watched the promo because i knew that it was going to be too much for me um yeah. in general i in general i tend to often avoid promos um and i will often avoid like next week on Supernatural kind of things. Um, yeah. Because I, I like watching the visuals fresh um, as they happen. But um, there was an added layer to that for me yesterday in that um, it was presented as, you know, like I think the CW presented it as this is the last season, the last promo kind of deal. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Can't. Yep. Just cannot cannot handle it and it was and i think it was because there was that build up prior to it of like end and final and blah 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 um and like this is the last supernatural day while the show is on the air and like there was a lot of that kind of stuff and again i get that i get that like they're doing that for a reason that like they're trying to build up the specialness of um of what we're experiencing now um but you know sometimes the reminders get to be a little much um and uh and i and that was where i got to yesterday so um so i think we both kind of hit a wall in terms of um reaching our limit in different ways and in different places but kind of about the same thing so I, I, we probably weren't the only people to experience that yesterday, for sure. 
Yeah, I think it was, um, I think a lot of people got there. And it's difficult in fandom, especially in a fandom like Supernatural. But I think it goes for kind of any fandom that you're actively involved in. There's this feeling like if there's new content, I want to be involved. Right? I want to be part of yes. that experience. That's why we're in fandom, because we want to experience these things with other people that also love them. And so there's this kind of FOMO attached to it. Like, if I'm not there, I'm going to miss out. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to miss something awesome, and I'm not going to be part of that experience. And so I think sometimes we push ourselves to continue to be part of things just uh, because we want to be there but it ends up not being a, a healthy situation. And so then sometimes the, um, the anxiety can start coming out through, um, you know, infighting or, the, you know, mm-hmm. things like that when people are having these strong emotions and um, just aren't sure what to do with them. Um, yeah, I think that, I think that you're really hitting on something important there um, is that sometimes we can be feeling these feelings, but not really processing them or being aware of what started them or why. And so it can come out in these really tangential ways within the fandom, um, where people will get very upset about different things. And, um, and, and so you can see that happening. And a lot of the times I, I wonder how much that's a distraction from the actual pain that we're feeling because of loss um yeah and yeah so I think that's a really important point that you bring up Krisha well grief is uh grief is an emotion that is particularly difficult because the loss of something is often completely outside of our control um we typically associate grief with death um which is outside of our control But um, there are other types of losses that we feel grief over. And I think that um, this is one of those things. Supernatural is a huge part of so many people's lives and is so important to so many of us. And uh, it's ending while we completely, I think, most of us, uh, I would hope all of us, you know, support the actors and making the decisions that they need to make for their lives mm-hmm. and their family, um, it yeah. is still hard because it's it's not our decision. It's out of our control. And yeah. we are, um, you know, we know that they care about us and we know that they are um, doing their best to um, be there for us during this, you know, giving us content and, and um, being supportive and all of that. But ultimately we are dealing with a loss in our lives that is outside of our control. And so there's going to be, um, there's going to be strong feelings that come up around that. And there's going to be anxiety and frustration. And sometimes there's even going to be anger. Um, and so it's sometimes difficult to, to find a way to express that in an appropriate way, because we can be angry at a loss and not be angry at Jensen and Jared. Do you know what I mean? Like we're angry that the show is ending, but we're not angry at them for it we're just angry um in general 
at, yeah. at the situation. And I, think, and I think it's even normal to have, like, there were some moments where I, like, where I felt, I did feel angry with Jensen and Jared, even yeah. though at the same time I absolutely supported their decision and understood the reasons for it and all of those things. But it was a matter of, of me trying and choosing to, um, to contextualize the anger and realize that yes, it's a legitimate feeling, but it's not where I need to linger. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and I can have feelings of being upset, um, and I think it's important not to like ignore those feelings, but then to like work through them appropriately and and think through the reasons. Like yes, I'm feeling angry at Jared and Jensen for for making this decision, but. They have young children. They deserve to be with their families. And then just contextualizing that within the, so that I don't stay stuck in like a negative place. And that helped me to move past some of those like initial moments right after, like right after the big announcement. Um, So I think like a a big part of, um, a big part of like dealing with our anger is, is, not denying it but like being healthy about it and sometimes sometimes you can't be like for for me sometimes those are the moments where I need to step away um from the twitter (laughs) and um and you know and and refocus and do something outside of this context that I love so much but is also really difficult at times right now um and sort of reground myself and and refocus so that I don't get into a place where I'm feeling resentful which you know thankfully I'm not I'm not in that place and I I think I moved through it pretty quickly but I think it would also be dishonest for me to not say that I had those moments of of feeling some anger or some frustration you know like um like when Misha said um at San Diego Comic Con that he hoped the cast would die. I was mad at him for a second. <laughs> no, I was like, "How dare you say that about my beloved baby angel?" <laughs> um, but um, but again, like you don't you don't stay in that place um, because Misha is allowed to have opinions about the character that he plays, and um, and he's allowed to voice those opinions, um, and we're not always going to necessarily agree. Um, but you still love Misha, I still love Misha, and you don't stay in that place of, of anger. Um, so yeah, it's a very, it's a very complex balancing act, I feel, um, to yeah, like, be honest about our emotions and to acknowledge our emotions, but have, process them in healthy ways. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, a, a tough thing to do in general not to mention, you know, in the context of fandom, but, you know, I'm very much a believer that we can't control what we feel. So feelings Mm -hmm. are just, feelings just are. So we're all going to have these feelings sometimes, but what we can control is uh, how we react to them and, Mm -hmm. you know, the behavior that we engage in, the choices that we make with what to do with them. So sure, there's going to be a knee jerk, like, oh, why can't you just do one more season? Damn it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But... Um, as you say, we're not going to linger there because, you know, once uh, I'm going to speak for both of us here, once we both think about it, it's, it's really more anger at the situation than anger at 
the men themselves because Absolutely. obviously you and I are the first to say you always have to take care of yourself first. Um, yes. And so yes. we support that. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that we aren't going to have days when we're going to be in the bargaining stage of grief or the anger yeah. stage of grief. Damn it. Just yeah. one more. Um, yeah. But, but that's what, that's what we come here and talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we process I, it here. <laughs> and I think, and I, and I think that that's a big part of why we're doing what we're doing because we're not alone in this, and and so many people are going through the same stuff, and we want people to be able to hear that, you know, that they're not alone going through this, um, that that their feelings are legitimate and real and valid. And, um, and I think whenever you are going through grief, you need to rely on community to get through. Um, and so, um, and so relying on community as we're going through this, relying, like not relying, but leaning in and embracing and loving our fellow fans and being comforted by them and comforting each other is I think a big part of how we're going to get through the process together. Yep. I agree. And so when we think about things that we can control, so we can't control the show ending that is completely outside of our control. We can't control the content that is going to be in season 15. That is also outside of our control. It's going to be what it is. It's going to end how it ends. And we can, you know, wish with all our might, but it's going to be what it is. So when we think about Mm -hmm. what we can control and, in this, uh, I think we've hit on several of them, but, um, taking breaks when we need to take breaks, um, Mm. allowing ourselves that space to feel what we're going to feel, um, but choosing to do it appropriately and trying to recognize when we're having a tough time and be honest with ourselves about where that's coming from. Maybe, um, Mm -hmm. talking, talking to friends and fellow fans, people to get it. Um, because that's the thing about fandom, right? It has this extra layer of people not in it, um, stigmatizing it and invalidating feelings, you know, which can cause shame. And, um, that just adds a whole other layer. Honestly, that might be part of why, um, sometimes fans do have a hard time taking a break because if you're, if you're um, if you're being triggered by stuff that's happening within the fandom, but then you have no support outside of the fandom for what it is that you're going through, where are you gonna go? Um, and so, that's and such so a good I can point. see, yeah, and so I can see people really feeling stuck there. Yeah. Um, and um, and so for me, sometimes. Um, sometimes the break can come out in other creative ways. So it might not necessarily be talking to somebody or, but it can be, it can be writing about it or making art or, um, or taking a bubble bath or like drinking some tea, like self-soothing, self-comforting things where you don't have to rely on somebody else for your comfort, but you can do things for yourself. I think would be kind of, because I have, like, I have friends who watch Supernatural and I have friends that don't watch Supernatural, but nobody understands the depth of what I'm experiencing 
who are casual fans or who don't understand or who don't watch the show at all. So, right. um, so that like even though I have lovely friends and a supportive family and and you know I I'm in a really good place in my life relatively speaking. I don't have people, you know, pish poshing my love of supernatural or saying I'm crazy or invalidating my feelings. Um, they just don't get it. <laughs> um, yep. even though they can be lovely and supportive. So a lot of the things that I do to self-soothe or to, um, to help myself move out of a negative headspace when it comes to difficult stuff within the fandom is, um, is self-care stuff. Um, so, you know, sometimes, sometimes as somebody who writes, for instance, um, and I write fic, I'll go write stuff because that I can control. I can control what happens mm-hmm. to the characters within that context. Or sometimes I'll go make myself a mug of tea and sit down and wrap myself in a warm, comfy blanket and eat some chocolate. Like, <laughs> like um, and none of those things rely on external sources of comfort. So, um, so that might be some, I'm just throwing this out there, not to just tell people what to do or how to react or anything, but just as examples of how if you're feeling a little stuck with nowhere to go and and you're feeling really strong feelings and it's like going into a negative place on Twitter, like maybe these are some options for you. And if you don't write, maybe you can journal. If you don't, um, if you don't like tea or chocolate, like maybe you can take a bubble bath, like whatever those things are to kind of help you ground yourself um and and help yourself because um because i think when you get into those spirals and you're engaging with people in a really combative way it's not it's not helping like what's going to help um and without feeling stuck and without feeling isolated um and and the other part of that is that sometimes you'll have people that you can reach out privately to via dms like you Mm -hmm. and i do that a lot um, when we're struggling to deal with stuff and we don't want to engage in any kind of negativity, we'll sometimes be like, I'll, I'll message you and be like, Krisha, I'm having feelings, help me. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll kind of write back or, and be like, they're there, Catherine, it's okay. Um, or, <laughs> but like usually much more helpfully than that. Where <laughs> um, you'll be like, Catherine, the blah, 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 happened with the blah, 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 and I'll be like, it's okay, it's okay, we can get through this together. So sometimes you might you might be able to be helped by going the DM route, and and certainly you and I have helped each other a lot um, through DMs. And I think it's important to point out again that you and I um, met randomly on Twitter, as people do, so um, yes. I think there's that idea that you can't reach out to people unless you're, I don't know, like super close friends which um i think it's actually kind of uh, can be the opposite you you start to make super close friends by reaching out to people that you don't know all that well just to try to connect with them um yes and then you kind of go so, from there yeah exactly so people that are new to the fandom that are lurkers or who um who like are anxious about talking to people that they don't know very well. Like the first few times that Krisha and I messaged, we, I didn't know anything about her. She didn't know anything about me other than that we loved the show. Um, and kind of from, we kind of had an idea of who the other person was a little bit in terms of their stance on the fandom just from public tweets, right? So 
don't mm-hmm. be afraid to reach out to people. I've I've made a lot of really lovely connections and friends just by like somebody um, seeing something that I posted and being like, hey, I really like what you posted. Um, just wanted to let you know, and then we'll start talking. You know, yeah. um, so don't don't hesitate to like reach out um, because I think for most of us. I think the vast majority of the fandom, um, we want to talk about this stuff with each other. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, for me yesterday too, um, and talking about things that we can control and how to step back when we need to step back. Like I was having a lot of big supernatural feelings, um, and I needed to step away from the conversation, but I didn't want to step away from the fandom. I wanted to, um, I was trying to find positive ways to, um, to, to stay in my supernatural feels, but have them not go to a negative place. Um, and I'm not a, a fanfic writer or a fiction writer. Um, so for me, I went to fandom adjacent activities <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. reading fan fiction um thanks for that recommendation by the way and um <laughs> so either new recommendations from friends or i will reread ones on particularly rough days that i know i have really enjoyed so that's a a, a fandomy place that i can be in that um i know is not going to change or betray me um mm-hmm. Sometimes I will, uh, lately I've been listening to Loud and Swain a lot. So again, fandom adjacent, it's got supernatural Mm -hmm. feels for sure, but, um, because it's not the show itself, it's not going to change. It's not going away. I can just accept the positivity from it without having grief attached Mm -hmm. to it. Um, yeah. So I think those are some finding uh what is fandom adjacent oh and also um this fandom is so incredible at doing good out in the real world so i think also Mm -hmm. taking that energy that we have um and channeling it into doing real good for the real world is also another way that we can um sort of process or, or deal with some of these difficult negative feelings. Um, you know, random Max always has stuff going on and there's the different campaigns going on for hurricane relief, um, which, you know, sometimes involve money, certainly buying things or different campaigns, but if you don't have the money to buy things or you're not interested in what's, um, what's out there to, purchase for those campaigns you can donate directly or you can promote it i think that that's Mm. a huge piece of it too um it's just promotion and um you know if some of your feelings are about anxiety about your favorite characters or about your favorite actors you know that they're going to die or they're not being included or they're not being valued you know throw some positivity at them um you know throw throw positivity about your 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 um, your character or, you know, at your actors and tell them how much you love them and how meaningful they are. You know, if you feel like you're struggling with them, not getting enough of that, you know, do what you can to put it out there yourself. Uh, if that's mm-hmm. going to feel healthy for you, um, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And like one final note on that, um, 
in the midst of all of kind of the feels from yesterday, happy feels um, were generated for me by fandom art. Um, Absolutely. So oh, yes. Gio, we had some, um, had some, so she's on uh, Twitter as um, G-I-O underscore G-U-I. Um, and Gio is actually doing our logo for us which um, we're very excited Yay. about because she's an incredibly talented fandom artist and I have, you know, her art on my walls at my office at work and above my bed and in my living room. So, <laughs> I mean, super talented. But she also had the perfect timing yesterday of dropping um, art from the gag reel in the midst yes. of all of the, like, you know, the, the feels and the heavy and the blah, blah, blah. Um, So she brought us back to that place of joy just through, um, she had like a series of little vignettes all in one image of like kind of the highlights. So, you know, um, like Alex being dogpiled on by the rest of the guys and <laughs> the slow dancing between Misha and Jensen and, um, <laughs> and, uh, Ruth sort of being like, I'm so sorry that this is happening. Just all of the things. She captured so much, including that wonderful kiss, um, in in one image. Um, it just really, for me, it really brought joy back into my day. Um, yes. And I think that's, that's another instance of, you know, um, maybe you're not a creator, maybe you're, maybe you're not artistic, but we have so many incredible fandom artists like sometimes I'll just go through and one of the other people that I, uh, I love has a huge portfolio over on Instagram. Um, and so I'll just go and scroll through her works. Right. Um, or I'll go through and scroll through Gio's works. Um, and just sort of be like, (sighs) okay. (laughs) Yeah. Finding um, things that, that help you get back to that place of joy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. going to be a roller coaster so it is and we're very much interested in hearing what other people are doing too to kind of help themselves um through all of this too so definitely tweet at us or dm us or whatever um my dms should be open um um because i think um everybody's going to come at this a little differently and i think we can learn so much from each other um just through talking um about what works so yep I agree. Yeah. And thank you for um, being an amazing fandom that is thoughtful and um, and like has these incredible insights that spark us to want to talk about this stuff and share it with you. You're all amazing. Um, this fandom is freaking incredible. Like, I love you guys so much. So I think we'll end on that note. We love you. So shall, we, right. shall we give our little tagline? I believe we shall. Carry on, wayward friends. Yes. All right, I'm Catherine, and you can find me on Twitter at CatherineNNB. And I am Krisha, you can find me at DrFangirlPhD. And that's it for today. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.
been an epic podcast, Krisha. <laughs> <laughs> so we set out to record a podcast that is in the 35 to 45 minute range, and we are currently at one hour 55 minutes because uh, ah! we have some feelings about this week. <laughs> we do. 